You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. John and I aren't artists, and the artists aren't here. It's true. Again. 9 to 5 Entertainment System. John and me holding it down like a boss is... Go! Talking about so many things. We talk about how the internet in Canada is okay. And then we talk about politics, percentage chance in games, DLC, and Fantastica are bullshit. We talk about X-Men, Days of Future Past, Nintendo on the PS4, Mario... We talk about Mario for so fucking long. Mario and And Nintendo. A video game played with no screen, and we end it with Game of Thrones. We sure do. Everything's gonna be okay! So very difficult for me to keep track of who comes to these podcasts and who doesn't. John. Yeah. yeah. That is all. Yeah. yeah. Sophie is uh, still adjusting to her overnight shifts and scott is uh, i guess still adjusting to being a dad yeah that's a big had, adjustment had like a year <laughs> yeah. put the baby in a bag of rice with his head sticking out I, don't they do that in asia or something I and then like it can it poop is. in the bag the of rice should be closer you now. just gotta you just gotta change the baby the bag every now and again i suppose yeah. you could change the baby too <laughs> Who can tell the difference? Just toss it out. Uh, so we're back with Casual another racism. 90s duo. Now I'm thinking in a solid month where we used to be able to like get three people. Yeah. To now do we're the podcast. Now we're two. Eventually, you're gonna start bailing. You know what, dear and listener? Then, uh, and they don't love you. They don't love you like <laughs> I love you and like Keith loves you. I think that song maps. Yeah. They don't love you like I love Just you. Just like that. The yeah, yeah, yes. Whatever happened to those guys? I don't know. Uh, Karen O went on to do a. Um, like a weird Broadway puppet, not even I think off Broadway or something. Mm-hmm. She did like the, the the dead dolls of Karen O uh-huh. or something. It was featured in. I, Vice. I really liked their disc, and then when you see them, you could tell they were really freaking weird. Yeah, yeah. Didn't she marry Spike Jones? Did she? I want to say. I think huh. they divorced. Oh, wow. but I think that the Karen O and Spike Jones had a relationship for a little while. Well, I hope it worked out for. Her. Well, I don't think it did. Keith, X-Men. today. <laughs> Actually, Friday. Friday is when it happened. But, but my heart there. swelled with pride at being Canadian. We did something right that fucking nobody else is. Oh, you're talking. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned this. The uh, we did we we won at the internet for a little bit, or at least we <clears throat> took a took a serious step we towards took a serious winning at the internet. Step towards winning at the internet. Right. So the uh, Supreme Court of Canada decided that um, Canadian citizens have an expectation of privacy okay. when they are online, mm-hmm. and that's it. You'd think this is such a simple fucking thing, but it means that law enforcement agencies need to have a warrant before they can get any information about a Canadian citizen from an ISP. Crazy. What is extra crazy is that this was not guaranteed previous to this, <laughs> and that if the cops decided they wanted some information about you, all they had to do was ask, and the ISP would be, well, I guess, go. obligated? I, I Prob- there, probably I, obligated. I don't think obligated. I think there was probably some kind of a fee structure going on where they would, like, the ISP was like, well, the law doesn't say we have to, mm. and the police would be like, well, fuck you, how about we give you 50 bucks or whatever, and uh, I know ISPs would eat that shit up. Eating it up. You know, and here's the important thing. Like, this could easily have gone the other way. And I think it's it's not an unreasonable argument that people are in public when they're online. In the sense of, like, you go to a mall and you walk around. You're in public. People can film you. And the police could follow you around all they want because you're in public. Right. And the internet is, in a a sense, similar. I guess. But... But it's also like, okay, now here, here's here's my my argument. Should right. I be a lawyer in this situation? Be, uh, Say you're the lawyer who's saying. Let me caveat that I'm devil's advocating that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, you yeah, love yeah. the internet. And you love your uh, freedom. My, my and, privacy and, mm-hmm. and all the filthy porn I want to watch and not have police know. Exactly. And if you but, happen to look at a couple dead babies, like pfft, ain't nobody happens. The internet's a busy place. So yeah. So <clears throat> my devil, like my, my counterpoint, if I were the defense of the internet, when you're right. saying, oh yeah, but it's like it's public because you're in public. Right. I'd be like, but. If you buy a book in public and then you bring it into your home, nobody watches you reading it. And mm-hmm. you can say that you're taking the content from the internet and then it's being delivered into your home. Right. right? So, I mean, like, even though that, that transaction happens instantaneously, it, but, like, you're still experiencing it in your home. 
Yeah. So that's why I think that, it, like, I feel that that's where the ruling kind of comes from. Because it's just like, if you buy a dirty magazine in a store, mm-hmm. and then walk home and then jerk off to it, like, you're just eliminating the walking home and jerking off to it, but it still didn't, like, you still brought the dirt into your home. <laughs> into a place of privacy. Into a, into a place of privacy. Right, even though, the, even though yeah. that transaction took place instantly. So, you know? I, I, like, I saw that announcement, and this is, like, the first time in, like, five years or something, you hear some news about privacy and the state of the internet and stuff, and, and it wasn't, like, some other terrible horrible, lobbyist, terrible like, lobbyist, you what? know, fucking things up even worse. Yeah. I've, be, I've been, like, like, I'm so sad this is something that makes me giddy in my life, but I've been I, pleased I for know, days. Man, I think it, I think it's super important. Like, it's, yeah. like, I don't even think it's that sad that it makes you giddy in your life. Because yeah. it's, like, the internet is by far going to be, like much like more and more and more integral to our lives like it's our like i don't know what our it's our car it's our generation's car yeah <laughs> like sure yeah sure. you know where, where it's just like it's be, i don't be, know man i would say computers are our car because that's our i don't know i'm saying like what's an yeah. invention that like revolutionizes like it's, it's our electricity yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's not bad yeah it's exactly our electricity. it's our electricity the and internet it's electricity. <laughs> but, you know, but, like, how it's regulated will have, like, consequences forever. You yeah. know, like, basically, yeah. like, like electricity. You know, like, well, however they when set all up this, power um, companies. Like, and, uh, legislation about, um, uh, what do you call it? The fair internet. The what? what, what? I'm, free, I'm messing up the term. Net the neutrality? Net neutrality came net, up, right? It's going on. One, the States, of, the, yeah. one of the good arguments that people started making was like there was a similar situation with radio where yeah. people would be like just throwing up radio stations all the fuck over and then eventually you had to get licenses and whatever and they started um, like Monopoly started up on particular spectrums of bandwidth and then right, they got right, into right, fights right, about right, it, right? right? But it's like a one way trip, you know? Once the, the like freedom is taken away, it'll never, ever, ever fucking go back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's like it's something like, as it is right now, you still need to like get spectrum on a radio band if right, you want to do right. it. It's not exactly the same, you know, like it's a it's, it's a bit of a approximation. Similar though. Like sure. It's kind of like if you're the the stupid the, the stupid argument is that there's like a finite amount of internet the way there is a finite amount of like airways right well there isn't which there isn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but that's but, like and, and the fucked up part is like the lobbyists and whatever else like that are kind of using that as an example because politicians are 80 years old and they're like I remember the radio yeah <laughs> like, we, we had to regulate the radio like this this is the same thing you know it makes me so pleased that something right is happening in Canada I want to like look into politics again and be you careful know? with that pen but it, it, it's like we, you know, if we could just fucking get rid of Harper now, things would be looking up in Canada. Things would be all right over here. I, fuck, I, I don't even know. You know, like, <laughs> the, we, 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 all, we often have talked politics on this. And sure it's just has. like, it, as long as there's a left-wing split, it seems so shitty, but that you're probably going to get stuck with Harper. Because left-wing votes go two ways, right-wing yeah. votes go one way. Yeah. And it's just shitty, because you're like, even if you have more left-wing people in the country, they're voting two ways. So then, a smaller group of and people. I would even say three, right, and and more because it, like because there's Bloc Québécois, whatever else like that. Yeah, so and, have, and even there's the Green who are going to take a non-trivial. They take a chunk, chunk of a little. They take votes. a little, a little minority yeah, chunk, you know. Exactly. Well, but aren't Green conservatives, or one of the Greens is conservatives? No, no. Maybe still... the provincial. One of the Green parties is hyper conservative. Really? Either the provincial or the federal. There like... is a Green Party of Canada or of Quebec or something mm-hmm. that is actually, other than it's incredibly like green environmental policy. Has a very very right wing on everything else, Paul. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. I forget which one it is. Pat would know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pat. Fucking yeah, I know because he was he was like, I'll vote one of them. I won't vote the other one because it's like one of them is like complete batshit. Right. So yeah, I don't know, man. But what's gonna go on with Harper? How long does he have? A year? Two years? I don't know. And it's Canadian politics. Oh, you right. get to be prime minister forever. <laughs> you just keep getting elected. There's no maximum term, right? I don't think that's true. I, I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. I feel like we should have looked this up. Didn't John Cressane, wasn't he, like, fucking prime minister for 11 years? Like, Trudeau was, like, prime minister for, like, 17 or something. Mm. Like, way more than eight, certainly. I feel that you can only only hold the seat for a certain period of time before you're forced to have an election. Yeah, it's five years. But... And it's, like, normal that you do it after four, but he's, he's like, famous for stretching it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, after that, you can still say the thing, because, remember, we don't have... Um, a president the way the states have a president and a party. Right. We just have the party and then the prime minister just happens to be the leader of the party that's in charge. Right. Right. So there's like a different system. So I think that it's like because you're voting for the party mm-hmm. you sort of trust the party to have the best leader possible. Does that make sense? Yeah, it doesn't feel great. 
I don't think it's, I don't think it's one hundred percent right, but I think that's pretty much the system that we have. Right. So are you looking that up? I sure. This am. is the problem when we have a two-man podcast. I know, I know. So Nobody like, can like, like while you're looking it up, I'm just like blah, 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 trailing on in the one-sided conversation. Yeah, exactly. Here, I, hold on, hold on. Right. I'm gonna look it up. I'll give you a, a topic. Like talk amongst yourselves. Like I'll yeah. give you a topic. Yeah, exactly. Just like talk about this thing. Uh, Game of Thrones yesterday. Yeah, but I think we could talk a lot more about Game of Thrones oh, yeah, than just like totally a little throwaway thing. Topic. We're gonna talk about Game of Thrones later on in the show. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, what can I talk about? Oh yeah, I dug up my Game Boy Advance. I'm gonna play Castlevania: Circle of the Moon, probably for like the third or fourth. How time. does it compare? I don't think I've ever actually played it. How does it compare to um, Circle of the Moon? Is mini Symphony of the Night? Symphony of the Night. Yeah, super similar. and that's that's the big one, right? Castle's a little smaller, but it's a super uh, super similar game. You right. get these cards. You pick up like I think magic cards and physical cards, and you okay. can kind of like duo them up to kind of get extra extra moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. The one thing that's incredibly infuriating about the game is that the cards drop completely rando. Oh, I seem to remember reading about this. Like, sometimes you'll play it and you'll just get absolute trash, and sometimes you'll get, like, an OP one right at the start of the yeah, game. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Like, and I, like, on on an average playthrough, I believe there's mm-hmm. 24 cards. I want to say two rows of 12, maybe two rows of 10 or something. It's 20 right. to 24 cards, let's say. Like, on the first playthrough, I think I picked up 11, mm-hmm. let's say, of 24, so, like, less than half. Like, maybe. And I was, and there were times where I was mining cards. Like, like I was, like, hundreds of enemies. Just like trying to kill, being like bats can drop this. I'm like, time to murder some bats, like for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> Just to try and get it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And sometimes, fuck you. Nope. Yeah, right. I, I, I feel like like part of me really appreciates randomness in games like that because yeah. cause it just there's something true about fighting with a game like that. And then at the same time, it needs to be a little bit better than just like completely fucking random. I feel like the, like not not to say like one in a hundred or whatever else like that or like whatever you want to do but it's just like so that'd be stupid like kill a hundred enemies get the card but I feel like the percentage chance of drop should like get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger as you as you murder them Mm -hmm. so you're never necessarily at a hundred percent but if you want to put the time into getting it like you your chances of getting it will increase Did, did I talk about how Diablo 3 fucked everything up I think repeatedly. Yeah. And then you said that if they fixed it with the patch. Yeah, and then they, they fucked it up again. Oh, they're on a new fuck up? Oh my god, it's so bad. So, You're saying like they fixed the whole thing? Yeah, they did. And did then you they, look that up or you put your phone I down? D- I did. I did look it up. But okay, okay. So the Prime Minister, is a, it is a five-year term. Right. Okay, so actually this is pretty complicated. And yeah. it, it, the, 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 the article seems to describe multiple things. So first off, the Canadian Prime Minister serves at Her Majesty's pleasure, mm-hmm. meaning that the, the post does not have a fixed term. But then right. later, the lifespan of Parliament is limited by the Constitution to five years. So I assume that they end up having to replace, or at least re-elect every five yeah, years. Yeah, they have to re- right. re-elect, but the Prime Minister is the leader of the party that won. Right, right. Okay, anyway. So, Diablo... So it seems that you, be as, you can be Prime Minister for as long as your party's in charge. Yeah. So yeah. that's how we have these weird, like, 11 and 12-year terms Pretty or whatever. Pretty intense. Yep. Um, so when we're talking... Which I mean, and just like... Just to finish, sorry about the Diablo yeah, thing, just yeah. to finish up on the politics, which, like, to be perfectly fair, be like, let's get rid of Harper. I'm like, for another conservative leader? I don't feel that, like, I feel that he is the figurehead of that branch of politics, and, like, that's why they keep him in charge. Right. So it's like, if for some reason he stepped down, I really doubt and, that. And just like, a, like an identical Harper clone robot steps out of the shadows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Place, yeah. It's like, I'm prime minister, man. Right. Like, the conservative, like. boop, there is oil. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, right. I don't think that he, like, I think he's the, the mouthpiece for a much larger group of people and i don't think masons or whatever yeah exactly well the conservative party of canada right but when he steps down or if he steps down i don't think they'll be like and happy days are here with a new conservative prime minister i don't think yeah whatever justin trudeau will hopefully be the savior Uh, of politics come on justin don't fuck it up buddy he's a little crazy but i mean so is his dad realistically so any whom Diablo three fucked it up again. Okay, okay. So this is this is like on the subject of chance in video games. Okay. So Diablo three has a as a, a metric inside of it where if you don't get the the whole game ends up being about getting a legendary drops. So you have different like tiers of items, how yeah, good yeah. they are. The legendary ones are the ones that are really cool, and that's the one that like you you want to, those to drop for your character. Okay. So the game keeps track of how long you've been playing, mm-hmm. and it 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 has like a chance to drop legendaries that starts increasing after a particular period of time has passed. Okay. And that percentage chance is way more significant than the number of monsters that you kill. So you'll find, if you play this game a lot, that you'll drop about one an hour. Now, yeah. there's a little bit of swing back and forth, but ultimately, there's no like, however good you are at the game, however quick you kill things, is actually irrelevant in the face of how much time you spend playing it. So, but could you just like, turn on the game and then go to sleep and then turn up and be like, well, hooray, legendary drop! You have to be killing things. Oh, okay. 
But, okay, now it gets even crazier. If you don't play for a couple of days and then you log back in later, there's like a rested bonus to your chance of dropping. So you're almost guaranteed to get two or three drops within a half hour if you don't play for a couple of days. Okay. Think of how, like... In a sense, you're like, okay, well, then I never play that long without getting a drop. And, like, you you know, the, the like, reward mechanism, put play, you know, press the button, get my candy is, like, is happening. But it kind of, like, defeats the purpose. It, nobody, it doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah. You're just going to keep getting your drops. Hmm. Shitty, eh? sad. It is. It's total bullshit. I feel a little bummed. Oh. I, I'd be like, whatever, like, over, like, the struggles to get drops in, like, other games and whatever else like that. And you're sort of like, yay, I got yep. a thing. Yep. When you met I feel I blame DLC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but it's just like I feel like the, the the world that we've like created is like people want shortcuts to the good gear, right? Which is right. which is the fucking ground, like the founding principle of downloadable content. Right. Of just being like, oh, I don't want to level. I'll just fucking buy the good gear that's in the store with real well, money. Like, I think that's a little unfair. Like sometimes DLC is good. Like there are some games that get it right. I'm talking about like DLC gear. Yeah. Like. I mean, obviously, there's, like, DLC levels and DLC packs and, like, just costumes that are funsies. Like, there's, like, right. a whole gamut of DLC that's fine. But I'm talking about, like, when you can, like, oh, this gun takes fucking 100 levels to get, or a dollar. Right. <laughs> You're, like, oh, I guess, I guess you just... play a lot of games on your phone, right? Like, it's all over that. It's all over that, but yeah. also, um, fucking, the one that really bugged me about it was NHL, the NHL games. Okay. When you, like, make a pro... You can, like, buy up his stats instead of just grinding him up. Really? So if you want to, like, drop actual coin, you can, like, sh- save yourself, like, hours and hours and hours of grinding up your dude. Just automatically have the buffest. you're like, I'm Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> like, it cost me $25. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, that was the one where it was, like, most clearly buy, buy a champion. Okay, okay. I'm going to use my, my, like, internet vision. This is an EA title, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I think there's a there's a lot of games that have that. A lot really? of games. Go go look at almost any game where there's gear, uh-huh. like where there's stuff to equip, and you can buy pretty good stuff. I'm not. I feel like Borderlands might be the exception. Like yeah, I, I don't think you can. I think you just get characters or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You can buy you can buy characters and you can buy like the ability to level up higher and stuff like that. Like well, that you, comes you buy, with expansions. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Like a la a la most RPGs, whatever right. else like that. But like Call of Duty and whatever else like that has like you can get extra armor or whatever. Like, God, that's the worst. Yeah, exactly. Paying to be better, paying to get better stuff, yeah. and it's always shortcuts, right? Like yeah. it's like you yeah. can you could probably grind the hours into it and get that armor, right? Or you could just drop some money and, and get it. I declare that that is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I, I feel like the... Um, yeah, exactly. But you talked about Mobile's game. Like, the game that yeah. I played. Yeah, you're like, like your uh, tower defense the, the little tower defense game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I played this game called Fantastica. I still play it. I actually got kind of back into it. Really? On, uh, on you got to tell me. Now I have a phone that I can play. Well, no, it. it's, still, it's still bullshit. I just... I've, <laughs> I've accumulated, like, a huge amount of, like, consumables. Uh-huh. So I can, like, go in and, like play around a little bit and eventually those will be gone and I'll fucking not have give up on it so uh, I should yeah. not no 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 it's absolutely game. not even worth fucking playing at this point really? like it's it's just like cause like again like the they what has a cool kind of thing like there's a what I think started maybe from game design did you ever describe this? I think in previous maybe episodes like to, yeah. anyway you yeah. have little mans okay Little mans, little mans, who are represented by cards, uh-huh. and then you can level up those mans, and they have abilities, and you're basically playing a little tower defense game. Okay. Then you set the little mans in positions, and monsters come in, and they 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 beat on the monsters, the little mans, and stop them from going. Across yeah, exactly. The right. But which is fine. But then there's like a power level that you hit that the core game becomes fucking baby is easy like on the on the core levels my squad can just annihilate so now you need to sort of move into the more competitive advanced levels or well not even like advanced levels but like the the events that they have on this like regular basis okay but the problem is is that all of those events either have like some sort of a timer that's reset by an item or like a health gauge that's reset by an item or whatever and you can play and accumulate those items and like maybe accumulate like say if you like don't enter one of these contests for like a week or two, mm-hmm. you can accumulate maybe like maybe like thirty or forty of the one of these consumables, okay. and then make a pretty good go of it in the two weeks. But then there's also people that will burn th- like hundreds of thousands of them. 
So you're like, oh, cool. I don't even want to play this because <laughs> these people, like, you can buy one for you a dollar. Them. Oh, like, that's right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, so there are people putting, like, hundreds of dollars a week into this thing? Yeah, absolutely. That is horrific. It's super stupid. And it's a stupid little phone tower defense game. Yep. Correct. Oh, we're in the wrong industry, And Keith. there's also, there's, a, there's like, an aftermarket uh-huh. on it where it's, like, people, you can go onto, like, websites and stuff like that and sell your things for the consumables that are worth actual money. Right. And then there's also, like, a darker one that they obviously try to, like, cut down where people are selling their units and their maxed out stuff for money money right like an actual do you think you could sell your your troops or whatever that you have i I think for actual money i could probably make like maybe between 50 to 100 dollars on my stuff that's not bad yeah there was a point in my world of warcraft career where i probably could have gotten four or five hundred dollars for my priest like when he was like at the top of his game just like as the expansion was yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. when his stuff was like that's it i mean there's obviously like some level of like there's always like power creep whatever like yeah, there yeah, used yeah. to only be like six star units now they're up to eight star units there's only like a handful of eight star units right. or some sevens or whatever but i because i i think i started playing it in like the second or third month that was out mm-hmm. i have some stuff that's like older and thus rarer right so i could like that stuff hasn't been reprinted or whatever like so yeah that, yeah but yeah but, but anyway you caution people not to play this game. do not play this game <laughs> it's especially like there's no way to get into it with like i don't even see any way that would be fun like for anybody <laughs> and it's like even and even to do it like to play for free this game is fantastica yeah. to play for free in a like competitive way it will require like non-stop fucking like like not like i mean like you remember there were times where i would like i'd have to be playing it all the fucking yeah time. yeah yeah. you like, just like constantly be glancing at your phone that didn't matter time of day or night or yeah, fucking whatever exactly that's right. it you check this out and whatever and go fucking the worst uh-huh but there's something there's something there is a game, somehow, doesn't, I don't think it exists yet, but there is a game, a mobile game, that is going to be the best game in the world, and I feel like it's... It's some, coming. Somehow it's Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> like, some sort of a PvP Final Fantasy, like, turn-based tactics, where you could have a couple games going, where they would take a really long time to play, because it'd be, like, turn-based, uh-huh. where you're like, put your move, put your move, put your move, put your move, and then, like, turn it off. Then you come back, like... Oh, and then like I say, like a I don't t- know, man. You gotta react in tactics. Some of the best stuff in that game was like taking, yeah, but, taking minutes to figure out your move and yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. But like turn based. So like I put in the moves of my man, yeah, and then you put in the moves of your man, and then if that you would take two days to do that, it just says like oh John is ready. And you can have right. like say like ten games running. So sometimes you'll be going with someone back and forth real fast, and sometimes it'll be like, and sometimes it'll yeah. just be sitting there. Interesting. I feel like that would be super fun. Like, cause as long as you could have a stack of games running, mm-hmm. so that like, if one game is taking, fucking like a move a day, then it's no big deal because that's your that's your move a day game, you <laughs> know. And it's like, and then if you are playing with someone who's like faster, you can get a little match done. Interesting. Yep. I think that there that, is a game there. Yeah, but it's not available yet. No. And did we talk about X Men last week? Uh, no, because I, I believe we saw it right after we recorded the podcast. Oh man, we saw X Men. We sure did. Which X-Men did we see? We Keith? saw X-Men Days of Future Past. <laughs> did you like it? I, I enjoyed it a lot because it was in Montreal. No, I also enjoyed it a lot because it was a film, but also because there was Massimo the Comedian as a hilarious Italian stereotype in the 70s. <laughs> These are excellent reasons to enjoy X-Men Days of Future Past. <laughs> I'm trying to give like I the most non-X-Men none, versions of like why. None of those know. are the reasons I enjoyed X-Men Days of Future Past, although I did enjoy the entire film. I thought did it was you, fucking amazing. Did you see the uh, the thing where Charles Xavier has the worst 15 years of his life? Yes, I did. It's <laughs> funny. And if you're for listeners here, as we all know, Charles Xavier is played by two actors, mm-hmm. played by that dude and by Captain Picard. That's right. Those are... <laughs> You know, yeah. And well, the dude who played him in Days of uh, in First Class and uh, Patrick Stewart, and I really feel bad for not knowing the guy. Yeah, me too. And anyway, so this film was cut in 1972. I want to say something like that. When was Vietnam? Early 70s. Sure. Yeah, exactly. So it's set around Vietnam. So let's say early 70s. Uh-huh. And in one of the previous X Men films, there's a flashback to like the mid 80s, mm-hmm. where it's just like Patrick Stewart with like smooth face makeup on. Yeah, it's pretty awful. So like he d- and he, so he doesn't clearly look younger than patrick stewart mm-hmm. does now but there's still... some cg involved also yeah exactly so. but it's still just like kind of like young face patrick stewart and mm-hmm. then you're like they're like there's about 15 years difference from here he is with the full head of hair and like a mustache and like whatever and then still a very bald old man right <laughs> 15 years later so yes you should probably give a synopsis of the film 
to we people. Could, uh, go read Days of Future Past. It's a single issue. It's the best. Okay, so I'll give a synopsis <laughs> of the film. But like for so, serious, you really have no excuse not to. Uh, I hadn't read Days of yeah, Future Past. Yeah, no, 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 no. But it's no, a no, single no. fucking issue of X Men. I understand book. that, but if you're really interested, and then maybe you should go back and do it retroactively. I haven't done it in a really long time. Yeah. Um, like I read it in like one of the volumes of X-Men like way back when I was in high school probably right. but it's like it literally is just a standalone issue if you're like oh, it takes time to read comics like if you can just track it down it's probably an anthology somewhere I'm okay. sure it's gotta be re-released for the fucking movie probably yeah it was did. delightful so in the future Sentinels take over Sentinels take over evil robots that are designed to hunt down and kill mutants yeah and um, they they're run... so successful and so good at their job that yeah. at, like all the mutants are getting murdered and dying yeah and exactly so then they, they start to they, they go further yeah to where they're they're now tracking down also people with the like, like say your parents have a chance of making a mutant based on their genetic structure they're like also hunting your parents right right so it's like even people that are not necessarily mutants but have like a, the the genetic makeup that they could so civilization is like falling apart yeah and it's yeah. run by robots and then they're all of course if you sympathize with them you're also criminals right. and the robots are just fucking running the day a little it's a little skynet even it's skynet but against mutants yeah yeah it was totally like instead of just being straight up against humans it's skynet against mutants. so they send one of the x-men's back in time yep. into into his own mind in the past yeah. to try and warn against the creation of these sentinel robots and do yep. something about it in yeah. the 70s so there's like two simultaneous storylines one of them going on in the deep future and one going on well, in, I mean, the in the deep future it's uh 20 something 2020 something like it wasn't I think the it was... deep future six years hence yeah i think it's like 10 years from now or something right. like because yeah. remember that like the tech of x-men 2014 is still way far future consider yeah. actual tech in in, in the real world the real world of 2014 right or if they have fucking so in this, in this film though stuff. not in the comics they send back the, the Wolverine yeah and uh, the Wolverine gets together with Patrick Stewart and um well not Patrick Stewart the yeah other you're guy. right the, the other guy the other guy the, well, anyway, and Michael gets, Fassbender Magneto <laughs> yeah and Magneto <laughs> and together they um they try and stop uh, Tyrion Stark or Tyrion Lannister yep. from uh, from creating the Tyrion sentence. Lannister with his super creepy American accent. That yeah. just, I it was don't... pretty well done. Like, yeah, but I'm always like, I'm so used to it sounding British. Yeah, and you're just like every Did time you say just... it, like, yeah, it, his accent. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you meant him, not it, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to that little dwarf sounding British. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was actually something interesting about the character. So he's Peter Dinklage, who is a dwarf, and yep. there was no, not a mention of it. Nobody like at one point, one of the characters in the film cracked about it, but they didn't like mean, ma- imply that his evil was was because he was a <laughs> little person. Because he was a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought they didn't have to say it. I thought it was implied. Implied. I I, I didn't think so at all. I it's actually, a, a but bold he, he was one of my favorite villains that has ever been in one of these movies because. He was like a normal guy, and in his mind, he was like, yeah, these like crazy mutants have all these powers. They're incredibly dangerous. I just want to make these robots that would give humanity a chance of fighting them when they yeah. decide to, like, I don't know, blow up New York City or whatever. Yeah, well, well that's, yeah. The, that, that's like the, the point of dialogue, where he's like, homo sapiens, like, whether they wanted to or not, yep. obliterated the Neanderthals. Right, and, and that's going to happen And to that's us. us. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, as Neanderthals... Let's try to fight back against the Homo sapiens. Like, yeah, and, and it's not super crazy. It's not crazy at all. Like, I, I mean, I, you're, the, these, some of these X Men's have uh, superpowers that are like completely devastating. Special effects. Special effects were uh, were pretty much top, top notch. Top notch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would I would almost say better in a way than and and if, and maybe maybe it's just because there was a ton of like alien shit mm-hmm. going on in Avengers. But I would almost say, like, in a way better than Avengers. I think it was better special effects than Avengers. Yeah, and exactly. I, I watched Avengers, like, that that day. They put out Wolverine and Avengers on um, Canadian Netflix. Yep. So, like, in anticipation of this one, I watched the Wolverine, and I was just, like, I was looking for someone to watch while working out. So I watched the Avengers also. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, fresh. And um, yeah. I thought this one absolutely had better special effects. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, they're, like, Avengers looks looks good, yeah. but it looks a lot like CG flying around, yeah. I found. Yeah. And this, even with the... Sentinels and stuff like that. Like, the Sentinels looked fantastic. Yeah, exactly. They were super cool looking. Like the old school ones in the 70s and all that stuff. Yeah, and their faces turned into big laser beams. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, and also, as I mentioned at the top of this conversation, mm-hmm. the uh, the whole thing, well, not the whole thing, but just about everything that's in France is actually in Montreal. And I guess probably the future stuff was probably on a soundstage in Montreal. Like, I don't see why probably. they wouldn't yeah. 
why they would have two locations because we have all those uh, maybe because they don't want to come to Canada and they want to hang out in LA go to big coke parties mm, yeah but I feel like those are more like before or like after shoots maybe yeah, you probably want to go to Canada your money's worth more now remember Isn't we're back it the opposite or we, if we lost our no our we're edge? back down like at like 90 or something no. not not Everybody to Canada! Go to Canada. Where your internet is private. Yeah, with, with the... Fucking... The, this is the worst part. Yeah. With the, the dollar dropped to like 80-something around really? Christmas. Yeah. Wow. And Sony jacked the price of the PS4 in Canada. Sons of bitches. And now the dollar's going back up. Hey, Sony, you're going to put the price back down? Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, whatever. We're not going to buy it because Bloodborne is not coming out for another year. Well, so who whatever. cares? I don't know. I, I'm certainly in no rush to buy it with its five games. Yeah, Literally. no, that, me, me neither at all. <laughs> you know, remember last episode we were talking about um, whether or not Eve 3 would have some, like, excitement to it. Yep. And um, I guess I was a little excited about Bloodborne, but um, that was it. There was, like, no other huge titles that, like, captured my attention, made me really want to, like, yeah, they announced a new Uncharted, uh, whatever. Yep. Your yeah. Star Fox. Fucking great. Star yep. Fox. Yay. Yeah. I can't wait for the Wii U to be cheap so i can get these games or it, like i don't know i feel like nintendo's doing the same thing again where there's gonna be like three good titles on this oh yeah this, I, I, okay. this system here's like, the thing and that's it the fucking i do not understand i was having this conversation with andrew and yeah. it's like we played the new mario kart mario kart 8 Wait, is it delightful it's amazing yeah and but it, it's just like the best version of mario kart you know and you're okay. just like which is the new ones mario kart 9 will be the best version of mario kart like they right. do make these games I guess like incrementally better each and every time, but I mean, right. but it's, it's also very very similar, other than fancy new graphics to Mario Kart and the Super Nintendo. You but know, how it's much like, are you gonna fucking change? It's a little carding game. You get special stuff to shoot at each other. That's it. You don't also playing Mario Kart game gave me an idea for a comic. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'll try to remember it. Remember comics? Yeah. Remember comics? <laughs> they might they might be coming back. Right. You can tell from the way that the artists are on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love you, Scott. It's true. Anyway. So, yeah, yeah, but so, and so I'm playing Mario Kart, and it's like super fun and everything yeah. else like that. And I'm like, and but apparently the Wii U is doing not great. Like Nintendo is making money basically more on the 3DS as they have been. Like handhelds have been keeping that, them. Alive. They've been dominant in the handheld yeah, market yeah, yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So, but I'm like, I don't understand why Nintendo hasn't sat around and been like, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna become an exclusive developer for the Xbox. Or Sony, would you like to make a bidding war on Nintendo, Xbox, and Sony? And they would print money. Like, you know yep. the f- fucking money that'd be like, well, what do we, well, like, ah, oh, like Bungie's like, we have Halo. Mar-. They're like, we have Mario, we have Metroid, we have Star Fox, we have Zelda. Like, we have fucking, like, Mario Kart, we have Smash Brothers, we have, yeah. like, these games that people will buy no matter what, all the time. Like, these are all guaranteed and, fucking and million sellers. imagine the, the back library being available on the PS Network or the Xbox. Yeah, exactly. They would, yeah. they would make so much fucking money, they wouldn't have to worry about consoles for the rest of their lives. They would just sit there and make good fucking Mario games. Yep. And then the rest of the world would get to play them, and not just the people that have to buy their fucking consoles. I feel they would make more money because they, would get, right. they would get some sort of an insane fucking deal for an, for an exclusive Nintendo contract for one or the other. Yeah, like, it would be outstanding. It would be, and it would make that. That would shift the dynamic of the gaming market so intensely, and it would almost guaranteed to be Sony, right? They're both Japanese companies. And I think Sony could put up more money than, X- than Microsoft. Yep. Well, let's say that Microsoft could, but then Microsoft would, like yeah. the gaming yeah, yeah, division yeah, yeah. of Microsoft. Yeah. Like, Microsoft probably could pony it up, but I don't think that the Xbox... As a gamer, would you lose anything from this kind of a merger? I don't even really think so. Like, no, maybe would... like nifty peripherals. Yeah, but but, but just... if they wanted to put together a peripheral, who's going to be easier to put that together, Sony or Microsoft? It's going to be Sony. They 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 yeah, have exactly. all the like the the well, factories to yeah exactly. And essentially the Wii, the Wii U moat yeah is could easily be replaced by a Vita. Yep. You know, it's like it's right there already. If I mean, obviously it wouldn't be like it doesn't come one to one with the the console the way the Wii U moat currently right. does. Right. But I mean, it's just fucking infuriating. And like, and once again, they fucked up because the Wii U is not a powerful machine, right? Like yeah. it's. Well, supposedly it's it's decent, but it's like not at all going to compete with the PS4. Or the yeah, exactly. Xbox it's like on par with like PS3, let's right. say, or whatever right. else like that. And it's not it's not actually next gen in terms of processing power. So right. Like because they tried to like keep it fucking lower the price because they were bundling it with the fucking Wiimote, which is essentially a handheld. Like you know, yep. so it's yep. like 
Is you it know, cool? The little, the little handheld with the screen on it. Yeah, is that yeah, like yeah, a big deal? yeah. It's pretty cool. And like at least in the games that in the games that we played, um, there there's a lot of stuff. Like, do you remember the the Pac-Man game where one person plays Pac-Man on a screen and the other people play ghosts on the big on, screen? Yeah, exactly yeah, on the big yeah. screen. Like that's kind of fucking cool. And you remember it, remember when we uh, with our GameCubes we used to play like Zelda Four Swords and whatever that all had yeah they Final all used the Game Boy yeah, yeah the Advance as your minute yeah exactly yeah. so they're they're kind of like tapping into that like same thing too with shit. yeah like yeah. there's uh, on the Mario game the the player with the the screen kind of has extra stuff to do okay like you can play through the game without ever looking at the screen but if you're playing it with the screen it'll just it'll show you sort of where secrets are they're like oh shit and like you'll tap it and it'll like shake the tree and stuff you hmm. can climb up the tree and get it. Okay. Without needing the screen, but it's just kind of like it's still a little bonus, a little bonus, and yeah. and you can also do the crossplay thing where you can play the games on your Wiimote while the screen like, is doing TV stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So there's there's kind of that which is that are doing the PS. I still don't find any of this a compelling reason to pick up the system. Oh, absolutely mm-hmm. not. The only the only compelling reason to do it is like Metroid and Zelda and Star Fox and Mario and right. like the, right. those are those are what the, that's what that's there for. And like I don't fucking know any other games that are on the Wii U like yeah something else yeah totally who knows I guess it's only a matter of time like as developers start to shy away from it more and more yeah but that's basically what happened to the Wii too it's yeah, like, yeah. The, and like it's shitty because the games are so like fucking popular that they can carry the system they can carry the yeah. system like Pokemon you know and stuff like that you're just like fucking swing your Pokemon Mario dick around and you get to sell consoles. You know what they need to do? They need to get a Pokemon MMO put together. Like how sweet that would be. Like you run around and actually challenge other people with your little Pokemons. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Huh. Pokemon's always kind of been the handheld thing though. Right? Yeah. yeah. You gotta like walk around and meet people and stuff. I got the Pokemon. I guess. I never really... <laughs> we've been over this a hundred times. Played it once. Yep. Yeah. So... In conclusion, Nintendo should just become a first-party developer or something, or a second-party developer. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally get behind I mean, this. better yet, better yet, ideally speaking, for everybody to win, they become a third-party developer. But I think they'd have more money. There'd be more money in becoming a, an exclusive. Right. Because it would just be such a, like... It would be such a fucking boost to whoever gets them. I, I, that I they think would make millions, if not billions It would dollars. destabilize the crap, right? Whoever took Nintendo would become immediately the dominant force in the gaming market. I don't necessarily say dominant. Like, you think, like, it would just, it would, sh- it would certainly make them probably on top, but I don't think it would, like, single-handedly dominate, because the Wii U isn't single-handedly dominating, you know, like... No, but just the, the combination, right, of, like, the exclusive titles that already exist on one system versus the other, in addition to having exclusivity on the, the Nintendo, Nintendo library, yeah. library, like, the library is gigantic, man. Yeah. Right? Also, Nintendo fucking hates its users. Really? Yeah. How? So, um, there's no cross-buy in the Nintendo store, first of all. Really? Wait a minute. You mean, like, the stuff you bought on the Wii U is not transferable to the... I think, this, no, the stuff you buy on the Wii is transferable to the Wii U. Okay. You have okay. buy it on digital. But it doesn't go the same way for handheld. Like, Sony, a lot of the games, if you notice, when you download games... You get the if, free handheld version. You yeah. get the handheld version at the same time. So, first of all, there's, like, none of that. Yeah. So, and second of all... There's fucking... What was the game that came out? I can't fucking remember it for the life of me, but it was a Game Boy game, mm-hmm. like a Game Boy Advance game, that is on the Wii U store, or the Wii, but is not on the Game Boy fucking DS store. Why not? So, because fuck you. <laughs> so, obviously it can do it. It's a fucking Game Boy Advance game. Right. And, but you're like, and this is just $5, but you're like, first of all, I'd have to buy it twice, so I'd have to pay $10 if I wanted to play it on both. Second of all, I can't buy it on the fucking handheld device, which is really what it was designed for. Right, right. Fuck you, Nintendo. Signed, Nintendo. <laughs> like, I was like, how do you fucking fuck that up so hard? Like, yeah. first of all, I feel that cross-buy, if the two games are available, I feel that cross-buy is, should be almost standard. Like... Totally. Like it's and, just... and plus a lot of, like a lot of the super retro titles I've found are really overpriced. Like asking five dollars for NES games and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Still kinda crazy. Yeah. But I mean I don't know. Like there's Yeah, five bucks is the right amount, I think. I don't think it is at all. For a Super Nintendo game, I think. <laughs> for a Super Nintendo game? You'd pay five dollars for most of those? Yeah. I don't know, man. It like, seems like a bit much to me. Like a good one? Well, like You've already bought all these games, like, decades ago. Yeah, exactly. But if someone's, like... <clears throat> like, Super Super Mario World. Yeah. If you're, like, five bucks to play it again. 
like on the device that you're using right now. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Sure. I guess it's not that much money, but I I still feel like I've already bought this game when I had a Super Nintendo, yeah, and yeah. there's like I w- I'm literally buying the same thing again, just the access to it on a new system. Yeah, yeah but there's like a certain a certain degree of work I think that makes it go like on. Yeah, like, it's still don't... pretty trivial. I, I no, it, it, like they built an emulator that goes on the system, and then they just plug in the ROMs, and like you can get all those ROMs for free if you if you are of piracy know. mind. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know how that works on a PlayStation, though. Like, it's not an emulator that's... You don't download an emulator and then run the Super Nintendo game. Like when No, I no, no. It. They package the emulator with each of the games. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you are running an emulator, I feel like. There's no way they would have recoded all these games. It would have taken insane yeah, amounts probably. of time. Yeah, That makes sense. Absolutely. This is, absolutely, dude. Think, think, like, there's emulators for virtually every hardware system that exists right now that you can download that were built by fans. Even so, the Virtual Boy. Yeah, even the Virtual Boy. You, probably your only chance to ever play a Virtual Boy title would be on a... All ten games. Was it really ten? I thought it was like eleven or something. It's, it's, it's something. It's, it's like, like less than twenty. Yeah. And only one of them is good. Do you ever go to com? I used to. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been there in a really long yeah. time. He shut it down. But but he had some great stories about the Virtual Boy and all these people trying to buy it because he had one in his store and he mm. was just like refuse to sell it and, and keep it around as like a trophy you know one yeah. of the few virtual boys around I was really bummed because um, there was my parents would not pay for it because I think it was like 30 bucks or 40 bucks or whatever for the weekend mm. but you could rent one from the video store really and I was like just to see it man I was like I un- I understand you're not buying me a virtual boy <laughs> you know like I get it I fully understand this whole system yeah but like, come on, mom, dad. Like, just to play it. Just to do it. So yeah. like, like, I remember I played the, the demo at uh, Zeller's. Was it any good? I never I never put my It's like a teeny tiny one. screen that's like sort of floating away and then stuff kind of comes at you. Mm-hmm. Not great. <laughs> like, and it's all in red, right? Yeah, it's, it's black like red and, red and black and red. Black and red, which is, of course, super pleasing to the eye. Uh, is this the very first in a long line of wacky Nintendo peripherals? No, it isn't. The Robbie the Robot was Robbie the first the in a long line of wacky Nintendo peripherals. Robbie the Robot put, put the fucking Shitty controller in his hand. Yeah, I know. And then he like clicked the buttons. Yeah, and same thing. Or the, the running pad. Yeah. That was just the big B and A button that yep. you could run on. so bad. For, um, <laughs> what was it, like World for Sports? Track, or track and field. Track and field, or whatever yeah. Whatever the fuck, yeah. Yeah, no, Nintendo was zany. Even the Zapper, man. There were not a lot of Zapper games. We, no, no, no. Definitely weren't. But, but they were iconic. Like Duck Hunt and... Um, the other one? The other one. <laughs> Hogan's Alley. Yeah, Duck Hunt, Duck Hunt just because it came with yeah. it, everybody played Duck Hunt. Plus, there were some Nintendos, if you booted it up without anything plugged into it, without a cart, it would yeah. it would play uh, Duck Hunt or, yeah. or Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. yeah. But either way, like the thing, Nintendo's always been crazy about fucking zany-ass peripherals, which I guess... Maybe that explains their con- continually releasing systems that are little more than zany-ass <laughs> peripherals. Basically, yeah. yeah. But, like, in the process of it, they've developed, like, probably the most iconic series, like, ever. Like, <clears throat> have they? They certainly... I guess, the, yeah, their library of iconic... But, like, their library of games, and just, like, the the series, right? Like, the only... And it's like, oh, but they've been around for longer and stuff like that. I'm like, what What did Sega do with Sonic? Like, they did not protect him the way Mario... Like, Nintendo protects no, Mario. Not. You know, where it's like, they never made a bad Mario game. Sonic went like... And just, they like, made... Black Sonic with a gun. That happened, right? Yep. Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, exactly. And it's just fucking not hard to protect Sonic. Like, just keep him safe and make sure that his games don't suck. If a game's gonna suck, don't release it. Don't let it out. (laughs) Like, like, fucking just don't do it. Like, Mario, they fucking made every single Mario an event, and I don't think there's been a. Like, there's been, like, less good Marios, Mm -hmm. but there's never been a, like. Like, Doki Doki Panic. Whatever Mario Two was amazing. <laughs> hey man, that 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 like of the three, I think that's the one that I probably played the most. Like my next door neighbor had Mario Two for a really long time, and we used yeah. to like play it together all the goddamn yeah. time. I had a moment where Mario uh, playing Mario Kart, mm-hmm. where I momentarily fucking owned Andrew at like some knowledge because I I for me that's Mario Three. Okay, like Mario Three, I played to fucking absolute death, and mm-hmm. I. I feel like I could still probably beat it in about 20 to 30 minutes, and I remember... Well, everybody sure. could. The whistles are, like, exactly. so easy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I And I think that even doing a speed run of 
playing through every level I could probably do in like an afternoon. I actually did quick. an afternoon where I played every yeah. level of Mario 3. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And yeah. just like, I just, as a kid, played it fucking constantly. Mm-hmm. And same thing too, there was like, Two Mario three anecdotes that were separate. Okay. Yeah, there were the little, you know, the, the little floating um, platforms that like you, they're like orange, and you go and they turn white, and they go like, and then they drop. Yeah. So now in Mario three D world, let's okay. say, like they're like little platforms and they fall. Right. And they're like, I would. They almost, look like donuts. Yeah, but like, but exactly. But now they're like more like tubes because it's like three D. So it's right. like a fucking like a it's section a of a thing. Uh-huh. And I was like. <laughs> Like I was like, God damn it! I was like, Andrew, you're fucking like triggering the Cheerios, and he's like, Man, I'm sorry, and like blah blah blah, and like the girls are like, What the fuck are you guys talking about Cheerios? <laughs> and I was like, Those are Cheerios. Anybody who's played Mario Three knows they're Cheerios <laughs> yeah, or totally. donuts or like yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever you might refer to them. But it's like now because of the 3D element, it looks like like a section of a bridge that falls out, which is like clearly their intention, right? <laughs> like then when I when I see it that way, I was like. Oh, I guess that's what they were doing. But in my head, I was like, as a kid, I was like, it's a Cheerio platform. <laughs> and if you stand on Cheerios too long, you fall into the fall lava. Down. That's just how Cheerios work, man. Don't <laughs> don't ask me. I'm a kid. But, like, Andrew knew exactly what I was talking about. He's right. like, oh, man, sorry. <laughs> just like, so I was like, what the fuck are you talking about Amazing. Cheerios? And yeah. And then, subsequently, then we were playing Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. And there's these Bowser statues, and they're shooting lasers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fucking Bowser statues shooting lasers. He's like, Bowser statues don't shoot lasers. They or whatever. shoot fire. And he's like, I was like, no, dude, they shoot fucking lasers in the room before Bowser's Castle in Mario 3. He was like, no, Bowser statues never shoot fucking lasers. Bullshit. I was like, I'm 100% right on this. And like a few minutes later, he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like in the fucking last castle, and you have to Mario run, three, you hold down, yeah. run. There's three statues that go like, sword, 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 yep. and shoot yep. three yep. lasers. And you always just run through them. So yeah, as long as you're running attention. full speed, you, yeah. you don't do it. If you fucking like hesitate right. things will hit you no hesitation there's it's Bowser time there's lasers exactly but I felt really proud he was like he was like so mad he's like this is dumb as shit Mario. I was like no they, Mario's, Bowser's <laughs> actually shoot lasers bro Mario 3 yeah, yeah. good times and then uh, also in an ode to Mario not what? no yeah Mario 3 was the first one with the Koopa kids I was like, I was like, wait, was it Super Mario World? And I was like, no, every boss of Mario Three is uh, a different Koopa, like Lemmy and Ludwig and yeah, 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 that's yeah, the yeah, first one. Yeah. D- Before that, it was like the rat and the octopus and whatever. Yeah, well, that's Mario Two. Mario Two doesn't which make, is, you, didn't make a lick of sense. They don't then, get to hang out with the fucking villains forever. Yeah, they never come back. <laughs> it's kind of true. They kind of like gave up on those guys, but except for Birdo, Birdo got his fucking cause Birdo because because he up, was so weird. Exactly, Birdo cross-dressing, egg-laying. Egg spitting, man thing. Egg spitting, it can yeah. clearly fly out of his mouth. Right. <laughs> it's a boy that thinks it's a girl. Thanks, Doki Doki. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, but those somehow Birdo avoided the like the Mario crush of like <laughs> you guys don't make sense in our world, and like think about that that you don't make sense in our world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can throw charging Chuck is still around, like the fucking little football man from Super Mario World. Right. He's Why like, does that make sense? It's he, a helmet. There's a bug under it or something? I don't, I don't know. Like, no. no, he's like a dude. Yeah. It's like clearly a dude. Like he looks like a human fucking football player charging Chuck. Shows up in the Mushroom Kingdom. Apparently. Oh, oh yeah, that guy. No, I was thinking of like the Beatles that look like they have. But you're right, charging Chuck. Why is there? Sometimes he throws like Footballs. baseballs. Oh yeah, sometimes he also throws baseballs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you in Mario? <laughs> Who knows? But like he still he comes back. Like charging Chuck is still around. Huh. <laughs> also. There's... The fucking the little wizard uh, Koopas. Yep, yep. <laughs> I have no idea what they're actually called, but I also I decided they're called Magic Mike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From the film Magic Mike. Right. Anyway, where was I? I was going somewhere with this. Yeah, I the don't kids, know, buddy. All, lost me. all yeah. of the kids. So all seven of the Koopa kids. Bowser's actual children, as opposed to Bowser Jr., who is bullshit, in my opinion. Mm. I don't know where he came from. I think he only showed up in, like, the tennis games and stuff. Okay. And, like, Mario Strikers, the weird Mario sports games. But, yeah, all seven of them are uh, unlockable characters in the new Mario. Jeez. So it's like they're fucking back. Right. And I was oh, like, mass. How many characters are there, then, in the game? Like, a bunch. Like, 20 now? 30? Yeah, probably up to... Yeah, probably around 30. Jeez. I would say. But, yeah, like, I mean, keep in mind, seven of those are fucking clones of each other the Koopa kids I don't know maybe they're a little bit different they might have different little things going on I I have to say I really miss our our double dash I I thought that double dash was that was the one that like got into my heart the most out of all of the the Mario Kart games yeah because that and and to this to this day that's the thing that Nintendo still does like nobody's business which is fucking games that people enjoy on a fucking couch in a group of people yeah 
Like, be it be it Smash Brothers, four people on a couch. Mm-hmm. Fucking now Super Mario World uh, 3D is... Mario Parties? Mario, yeah, Mar- Mario Parties are easy, though. Yeah. Like, they're fucking board games on the computer. Right. Like, yeah, obviously they're there, but, like, Mario Kart, four-player people on a couch, split-screen. Like, mm-hmm. just have a racing game with a four-player split-screen. And it's like, and you know, you don't even need to, like, flip around to be like, hey, is this multiplayer? Right. No, it says fucking Mario Kart on it. There's going to be some four-player split-screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, that's automatic, and that's... <clears throat> like to me that's still that fucking shitty that so many other game companies have forgotten this like this element that's like and I mean admittedly it is way more the future for me to get on a headset and talk with you and play Borderlands Absolutely. both enjoying our, our big giant HD screens and all that stuff it's super fun but it's yeah. also super fun to have some people over true I have another video game thing that I remember another one holy another smokes another one okay I played a screenless video game. I'm pausing because I understand that it's a, literally a direct contradiction. A screenless the word, video. The word game video is in the, in the, the title. In the title, video game. Uh-huh. Uh, it's available for uh, download. I, I, I'm assuming it is developed in Montreal. This might be a bit of a leap because okay. there were some French dudes who had a like heavily packed like version of it playing off of a. Uh, computer that they were demoing uh, I guess it's just Sam? downtown uh, it's movement it uses the PlayStation move controller sadly mm-hmm. you do need a bunch oh of them. these are the guys we saw in the street yeah. running around yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly well yeah. we finally Sarah and I demoed it and we, we, we figured out what the game was okay so here's the thing is that there's music that plays yeah. through the speakers but that is the only element that the PlayStation is really doing donating right. other than the controller yeah and that's the one part that's shitty is you need a bunch of PlayStation Move controllers to make it fun. Okay. I think Andrew has two and I have one, so at least we can get three, maybe get a fourth, and it's kind of fun. Okay. So this game is called Jousting. Right. And you move as quickly as the music is, and your job is to hold the Wii, or no, the Wii, the, the PlayStation Move controller very, very still. Okay. So if you shake it too much, it goes, and you die. Okay. Like, it like goes, and like f- vibrates and flashes red. So you know you're dead. Right. And so the idea is, is that you're sort of defending yours from being, like, tussled while you kind of, like, tap your friend to try to, like, tussle his. Okay. You don't even need to, like, hit his thing. You can just, like, hit him and he feel like, jolts too much. And then when the music goes faster, you can kind of, like, move faster because, like, the sensitivity goes down when, when the music is faster. Fast. Yeah. Crazy. Yes. Yeah, so was play, it fun? It was super fun. And, like, and like the guy's saying, the guy was, like, like, not for nothing – it gets a lot more fun when you're playing with your friends and you're not afraid to like kind of like tap Knock them or shove them around. or whatever yeah, else yeah. like that. They're like, make a big fucking area, obviously, to yeah. not break everything in your fucking house. This sounds like a recipe for broken move controllers. The move controllers are like pretty fucking sturdy, right? Because huh. there's a little bouncy ball on the top. Right. And as long as you, like, I would just say as long as you put the strap on, mm-hmm. so if you drop it, it goes like, bloop, like, and you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, plan accordingly. Crazy. But yeah, and like I instantly thought to like Andrew's house because his basement's still empty. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "We can play games on there." Apparently, uh, it's in a. I believe it's called like Sports Fans or Sports Friends. Is a pack. There's a PlayStation Move pack that's out on the PlayStation Store right now. Okay, and it's called Sports Friends. Sports Friends or Sports Fans huh. or something. But yeah, it's like a pack of move games and and this one apparently like, like I said I'm assuming was developed in Montreal because yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, there were guys out in the streets demoing it yeah, right. exactly and yeah. and they weren't running it off like a PlayStation like they weren't really it wasn't like EA it was like literally they had like a little chalk square right. off in an alleyway and they were like hey <laughs> this was on the street festival yeah it wasn't just a random people out in an alleyway playing so do we get game. to talk about Game of Thrones now uh, yeah I think we're gonna close with Game of Thrones okay so season finale yep yeah, um, much much hyped, much anticipated. A lot did you hear of sp- about the uh, the thing where you could watch it in movie theaters? No. Yeah, that you, sounds amazing. I, I know they were doing that down in Austin or something, where um, uh, George R. R. Martin actually owns a movie theater. Okay. And they would often premiere episodes and whatever. There. Yeah. So oh, apparently there was, I think there was a theater doing it in Montreal, whatever it's like that. And there was yeah. apparently a bunch of theaters that were doing, I guess that had somehow deals to, like, to watch HBO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I will say. Yep. So are we going to spoil? Are we going to spoil? It's the end yeah, of the we show, are, guys. We're going to spoil. Yeah, this is if you want to stop listening, we're at like 50 minutes. You can stop listening if you don't want Game of Thrones spoiler. If you right. have watched it, this is Thursday, and this is coming up. So you've had four days to fucking watch it. Enjoy the And, and like the, the rest show. of the English-speaking world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so the second to last episode is the Siege on Castle Black. Yep. From the Wildlings. And like... In the, the, I understand why they do this because they got to set it up the second episode, but I'm like, I kind of wish that the siege on Castle Black with Stannis showing up mm-hmm. and then it's done. 
And you'd be like, yeah! And there like, would have been no more Jon Snow in the season finale? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying that that would be where you end this season. Oh. Like, if you can put the Tywin stuff and whatever in before. Yeah. Right? You put Tywin in, you wrap up Tywin, you wrap up Daenerys, mm-hmm. and then you end with a fucking hour-long battle season, and that's how your season ends. I'm sitting there piss, fist pumping for the summer. Right. And But it's like, like because the... Even though it's important for the characters, what ultimately happens with Tyrion, what ultimately happens with Daenerys, what ultimately happens with Arya, and yeah. all that stuff, doesn't have the punch of that fucking hour-long amazing combat episode. Totally true. Like, and 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 it's like, and that's absolutely how it happens in the books. Yep. Like the books have that battle, and then there's like another hundred and fifty pages. In a sense, there's like a poignant note, right? Like Tyrion and Arya both get on boats crossing the sea. Yeah. And um, a couple and new people are dead. Like, some main people who've been watching for several seasons are dead. Right. Right. With so Ty- they couldn't Tywin's... really end the the, the 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 season on that, you know, or on on a battle and have all of that stuff have already happened. Because it, w- it would have been a whole Jon Snow episode, basically the the finale. Then. Yeah, it wouldn't have bothered me. Like yeah. if that if that had happened, and then you have like this moment where you're like, all this stuff wraps up, and then, like, the last scene of the second to last episode is the wildlings coming up on the thing. And then yeah. you're, like, delighted to that final episode, but with Baratheon showing up and all that stuff, right. and then, mm-hmm. like, having that end. They, they also could have included the, um, um, what's this called? Bran stuff in the Jon Snow, and it could have been an all-wildling episode. Maybe. Or all-north-of-the-wall episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, anyway, what, I think what you're saying here is you were a little disappointed by the last episode. Uh only in relation to the episode that just preceded it. That's what I'm saying. Because it was so awesome? Because the episode before it was like fucking adrenaline on TV. Non-stop action pack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Which is like kind of like it's like when you watch The Lord of the Rings and there's all that shit that happens after the last battle. Mm-hmm. You're like, eh, I guess it's important and I yeah. guess I want to know the hobbits are okay. I don't think this, <laughs> I don't think this was quite as bad as that. No, no, no. The Lord no. of the Rings went on fucking interminably yeah, after, yeah, 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 yeah. The, after the ring was destroyed. But the um I I, I was a little disappointed with the episode. I, like I also didn't think that it had like the punch that I wanted a season finale to. Mm-hmm. And um and I guess that like this was the end of a book, right? So yeah, yeah. they're kind of like wrapping stuff up, and it does make sense to like end storylines properly. But like, there was there wasn't as much of a cliffhanger, I guess. As yeah, I was there kind, there kind of isn't in book three, right? Yeah. Like, like think book four. Book four is just like politics around fucking King's Landing and uh, yeah, and the Martells and, and Brienne's little story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all fucking book four is. Is Arya even in it? I think there's a lot of Arya in book four. Yeah, well, she I starts no to clue. become an assassin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is like some mild, that's some some book spoilers right there. Oh yeah, I did. But um, I really fucking have no idea. I'm like, that's gonna that's gonna be a weird part of the fucking show. I I really trust HBO to make that work. Like, but it's gonna be so fucking like as it is. Yeah. Like much like rereading the books, mm-hmm. I'm already at the point where I don't give a shit about Daenerys. <laughs> sort of like, like I'm like I don't care. You're gonna fucking get an army. You're gonna have dragons. You're gonna show up and where it fucking matters. Oh, you're freeing the slaves. You're fighting the slaves. You're yeah. going to be a leader. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Like, cause I know you're gonna do it. And you're gonna fucking show up with your dragons. And it's gonna be super badass when it happens. It's gonna be super fun. Yeah. But I don't fucking care to yeah. watch it. Like reading it in the book is tiresome at this point. By book five, you're like, oh fucking whoopty fucking do. Yep, another like, city. I kind of like how they condense that. I seem to remember from the books that she like takes over like three or four different cities. Yeah, yeah and yeah, they yeah. all end up being the same, kind of like vaguely Middle Eastern bunch of slaves. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got it. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, and I'm already kind of sick of her in the show, and yeah. I feel like I'm kind of gonna get it. And same thing sort of happened with Arya in this one. It was like a little bit like in in the in the really? books, where you're just sitting there reading about her fucking learning to become like yeah. Spoilers. Do what she, yeah. do what she does. And, I mean, as she's... Okay, but with the story, obviously, you know she's going to become a fucking some sort of a killer or yeah. a swordsman or whatever. So, that, I mean, yeah. I'll leave it at that. But while she's learning to do what she's learning to do, I'm like, I've stopped caring about you because, as you are right now, you've even stopped being around people that have anything to do with the main story. Yeah. Like, you're not getting, like... It's why the Sansa chapters were readable, because... She was playing at politics connected into the the bigger yeah, story. Yeah, even if she, even yeah. when she didn't fucking know what was going on in like book three, yeah, or book two or book one, she was like surrounded by people who were doing stuff. So you could be like, you could get through a dumb shitty sense. I love boys chapter, yeah, because there'd be she'd be partial to a conversation that actually matters, 
But when you, you know, take the characters like Daenerys and you take the characters like Arya and you take them away from fucking the rest of the story, you're like, eh. You know, they've started to fix some of that stuff in the show, like where they connected Brienne up with Arya that didn't happen in the books. Yeah. Like the like all of their stories could have just been completely independent as they were in the stories, but it yeah, makes yeah. it more meaningful when they for sure, for they sure, contribute sure. a little bit to each other, which yeah. I think is what you're getting at. Yeah. And like yeah, I totally agree. Like he he kind of writes them into into holes that I I, I get the impression he might not entirely be sure. Well, I think like I think they can. Like it's obvious to me yeah. that Arya is gonna get the skills she needs mm-hmm. and is gonna be like a like it's gonna be a fucking out of nowhere thing when she shows up and starts doing what she's doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and you're gonna be like, oh wow, fuck. Like I was like, if I would almost love it if she wasn't in book six. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and like, and then people start dying, and you're like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" You know, and you're like, "Oh shit, yeah, that's right." You know, yeah. like if that's how it goes. Same thing too with like you know that when fucking Daenerys shows up, it's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not exactly sure what's going on with Sam and fucking at the Maester's Citadel. Yeah, but uh, that seems also something. That's I also, gonna be, I found that a little tedious, and it's gonna, but like it's like it's kind of like he sort of like has these like information. Or like packets, these packets, or like, or also, but just sort of like, he knows where. I mean, he's he's said that mm-hmm. vocally, where he's like, the reason the series is so long is it's taking longer for me to get people where I know they need to be. Right. So I think he has, he knows where Sam's gonna end up, Arya's gonna end up, Daenerys is gonna end up, and all that stuff. Right. It's just that like he wants to take them in a way that doesn't just being like, and now you're in a fucking master swordsman, Arya. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like. What? What? Yeah, she sort was of a like, little girl. It's like, and now literally. you're a healer, Samuel. And you're yeah. like, why? I mean, he's read some books. You know, it's like, I think he, like, in keeping with the whole, like, the very natural, like, realism of the series. Right. He has to, like, not just be like. Okay. Speaking of that, the fucking little, little, like, forest girl with bombs that yep. she would chuck. That, that I, was, I was like, what? There's no, there's no cool way to do Children of the Fucking Forest, man. Oh my god! Then don't, don't do it. Or like, find a way. Why was he throwing little bombs and blowing skeletons up all piggledy piggledy? It, it looked terrible. Why were the skeletons there? I don't even remember them from the book. I don't think that. Were they there? I don't remember. I don't really know. I also kind of thought Cold Hands was going to show up and save them. I would have been down for that. Yeah. I'm a big Cold Hands fan. You think he's Benjamin? I feel like he's Benjamin. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like someone who becomes yeah. like, uh, well, I mean, like, and this is like, this is spoilers for the book, but not for the show. Yeah. Like the fucking the White Walkers having a society. Yeah. Like that is not in the books yet, guys. If you're watching the show. Well. Not a society. No. Like they are just they're just an evil force at this stage in the books. Like having a group where they're all standing around and doing a ritual. That is nothing like that in the books. True. Like they're like they're certainly organized, right? Because we've seen them riding horses and using swords. Right, and, and there's some that are like intelligent, and some that are, that are well, no, no, no. They're whites. Right, are not intelligent. Like the people that come back from the dead. Right, and the White Walkers are like next level shit. Right, and I feel that that's the like the the, the babies kind of become White Walkers, and I feel that Cold Hand slash Benjen mm-hmm. had that process done, but he's too much of a Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's yeah, like yeah, in yeah. my head, they're just sort of like, "Well, join us," and he's like, "No," because <laughs> fucking Starks, right? <laughs> like, and it makes total sense too. Also, as if you looked at that map that fucking DDR showed, I totally doing, didn't doing the rounds on Reddit. It's yeah. like fucking maps of who controlled what and all that stuff. Like the Starks controlled the North, like right after the Andals or whatever the fuck it was. Like they're like literally the first house huh. in Westeros is the Starks. Like, from the Crazy. actual chronology. Yeah, exactly. They were never that powerful because they were always in the north. Right. So, who gives a shit? But, like, they, so they've been around for fucking ever. Who so. was it who had to talk? It was, like, Theon. Not Theon. Um, uh, the Flayed Men. No, it's, uh... That was such a good little talk. Fucking... Bolton. Roose Bolton. Roose and... Roose, uh, his bastard. And Ramsay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Roose where he's like, what do you see here? I don't know. Hills? Fucking trees? He's like, <laughs> no, no, no. 500 miles this way, it's the north. 400 miles that way, it's the north. 300 miles the other way, it's the north. It's as big as the rest of the kingdoms combined. It's yep. ours. Yeah. Yeah, badass. It's just... Anyway. Yeah. Just like when you play the Game of Thrones board game, and you're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, Holy crap! <laughs> like the- Half the board is the north. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Right. Big areas, but, you know, whatever. It's like Russia. 
Uh, the reunited. All right. site in general uh please take the time to like us on facebook we are number nine to five d-o-t-c-c nine to five dot c-c on facebook and uh also follow us on twitter we're at sign number nine to number five c-c on twitter so uh and also be sure to check back on the site for something on mondays probably uh we have zombies and loathing after the bomb usually on tuesdays we have a new comic in 95 illustrated every wednesday a new podcast every week usually on thursday it's either going to be a 90s or a go plug yourselves and on fridays we have fine arts with either sophie and scott and uh you know maybe john will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too you can only hope all right thanks 95.cc we're not working why should you Thanks for listening.